Hello, hello, what up? hello. Whoa, you said what up, up while I was saying hello. That's kind of crazy. I mean, like, that's that's really crazy. Like, what are the odds? I don't know, man. You know, I would I want to say the odds are pretty high because, you know, we, we knew we were about to hop on a call. But I'm also going to say that mm-hmm. the odds are pretty low because, like, I could have just said nothing and waited for you to start speaking. Right. Or it could have been vice versa. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. There, I mean, almost infinite possibilities, Doctor Doctor Strange style. And, yeah, I didn't uh, see any of we this ended coming. Up right here. No, we, not me. Not we me need either. Doctor Strange on the podcast. Let's get him on here. Let's get the real Doctor Strange. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, let's see, the, like being able to pick his mind. That's worth more than five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'd rather have a dinner with Doctor Strange than five hundred thousand dollars. Same, same. Honestly. Because honestly, yeah, he could tell you what's going to happen in the future. He could tell me what's going on with Bitcoin when I need to invest. He could, he could give me the lotto number. He could give me the he could rig the sports betting for me. Exactly, egg freaking you know exactly. I mean? So if anybody knows Doctor Strange, mean, so. go ahead and get us in contact with him. Please, please. And we're not we talking about Benedict. Connect. No, <laughs> get Benedict out here. He's a phony. He's, He's an a, actor. He's a whole entire actor, bro. He ain't about that life. Imagine being an actor, bro. Could couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, bro. These motherfuckers, they just be what? Lying? You just lie. Basically. Lie for money. What the heck? Why do we all they should be in jail? What look, the that's, heck? That's what happens with when society these are the consequences of the industrial revolution, bro. Look at that's where we facts. end up. That's facts. We ended up with uh multi million dollar actors. They just get paid to lie all the damn time. That's that's too much. Makes up me here, sick. Bro. Makes me we sick. glorify lying. <laughs> I can't believe it. We just be glorified. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. What the hell All are we right, talking well, let's about? Get, let's get on with the show. <laughs> let's do let's it. Go, let's go ahead and start into the show. It. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Uh, you know the deal. You know the deal. Um, one, two, three. And then we're getting into the show. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Clap. Clap. That shit was delayed as hell. Was that? Did you actually say clap right as, as you heard me? I heard. I said. I heard you say clap while I was saying clap. Wow! It looks like your internet must be a little, <laughs> must be a little uh, low class. Yeah, I'll tell you. I, I, I don't have no Ethernet over here, so that's crazy. I mean, honestly, it sounds like you're responding to me as soon as I finish talking, but the clap. Alone felt like it was delayed. The clap every time. Well, whenever I finish talking, it always feels like there's a little bit of a delay, like when before you start talking. But then again, mm, I don't know. It's, it's like kind of maybe that's it. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll be able to us realigning our audios. We'll we'll get it going. I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Because if I'm hearing you, and then I'm responding, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can we just start the show? Yeah, I'll start the show. Is this going to stay in? I don't know. Uh, we <laughs> I don't could know. I guess in. I'll just play the intro music. Actually, no, we're not supposed to because we're supposed to play it after after the intro intro music. We're supposed to, you know, play the intro on the clap. Damn, what if we did include this, though? Wouldn't that be kind of that'd be kind of crazy? Let's do it. Let's, let's clap again <laughs> in that way. We can still <laughs> do it, like, right? All right. So that's what <laughs> I like then, to yeah, do. Yeah, okay. We'll extend <laughs> our right, bits. Right. One, 
two, three. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 171 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the final Smash character himself, Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene Lakpa. I just want to let you guys know that you guys need to follow your heart and you'll be able to be in Smash just like me. You'll t- you too can live your dreams. This was my dream to end up in Super Smash Brothers. I don't care about my friends and family at home who I left after, uh, you know, saving the day, quote unquote. I don't care about returning to them. All I cared about was going to find the next battle to fight and win. So go ahead and uh, live, your, live yeah. out your dreams, kids. This man said, saving the day, quote unquote. This man's out here taking yeah, away people's I'm accomplishments. I'm diminishing people's sword, accomplishments. Okay. The man disappeared at the end of the game. What do you want me to do? Like, who does that? Which game? The third one? The third one, bro. He just disappeared, remember? Oh, that's right. We don't know it's who like, he is, huh? It's like either die or don't die. Come on, make up your damn mind, bro. He's in Smash, though. That's where He's he is. He's in Smash, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I don't know if you saw my comment. He going to end up. The, the Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be Riku and Kyrie. We're going to go into Smash and they're going to bring him back. Bro, that would be honestly that first of all, that would make no that sense. That would make zero you know, bring him back. I don't know. That would be crazy though. <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. Actually, that, yeah, that would just make no sense. That'd be crazy. Anyways, just a quick reminder guys, if you want to help support the show, you guys can always uh, go to playerplayerpod.com, learn about the show, uh, find the Discord, find the Kofi link where you guys could help monetarily by donating as little as a dollar to help support hosting costs or just buy us a snack. Um, you guys, please share the show, uh, rate the show on iTunes, five stars, all that good stuff. Um, and without further ado, let's get into it. How you doing, my friend? You know what, man? I'm doing just uh, fine and dandy. Your boy's down in Athens, Georgia for the next two weeks. I'll be here uh, house-sitting house for uh, my lovely fiance Angelique's uh, parents. Um, they're up in Minnesota and taking care of uh, you know family business. And we're down here holding down the fort. We've got our cat. We've got their dog. And, you know, we're we're just playing house right now. So, you know, and with that, you know, comes a lot of, a lot of lots of responsibilities, you know, taking out the trash, you know, just uh, watering the plants. You know, I feel like I'm playing Animal Crossing in real life. You know, I don't really get to do that in an apartment. You know, we, we've got a, we don't have the opportunity to, I mean, I guess I could have plants, but, you know, I'm not about to do that, bro. I'm not about to try and grow shit off my balcony. Hell no. But, um... In addition to, uh, you know, the fauna, or no, no, not the fauna, the flora, you know, we got a little bit of fauna mm-hmm. out there, you know, we got, we, we, we run into a couple of, uh, creatures outside, um, Ooh, okay. including an invasive spider species, bro. We got, oh, hell we got spider, nah. bro, are you arachnophobic? Cause I'm about to say, I'm going to send you this link to this type of spider we got going around down here in Georgia. 
I feel like I saw it on the Georgia followers. Is that the same one? It most likely is. The Joro Spider. <laughs> is it from like China or some it's shit? It's from China. Yes, bro. Oh, hell We got no. these bad boys around the premises, around the fort. They're honestly, they're trying to triangulate our positions. I've seen three. They're surrounding the the, the property, and they want, they're out for blood. No, I'm kidding. They're actually not yeah, out for blood. Hell they, no. They, they seem to be, you know, very docile spiders. They they chill. They make yeah. massive ass webs and they chill there. They let they they you know they on that lazy grind. You know they let the food come to them. You know honestly I'm not gonna knock right. the hustle. That's some shit that I would do if right. I were a spider. But um, when you look at them, bro, the motherfuckers are big, bro. Have you played Legend of Zelda? Have you played? Have you seen those spiders in like maybe like the old Legend of Zelda games? Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about, but <laughs> go off. Okay, the, the the fans at home who have played Legend of Zelda, y'all will know what I'm talking about. Those they call the skull tullas the like skull spiders or whatever in Legend nah. of Zelda that's what these motherfuckers look like they're too damn scary they're too damn big and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it right here on the podcast I think God messed up not gonna oh, lie I'm sorry wow. sorry big sorry, statement on the player player podcast you know this is uh my my opinion mine I don't want this to you know negatively reflect the the podcast you know if you disagree with that you can choose to mute my sections when I speak but don't don't punish my uh, mm-hmm. my co-host here um, Don't punish I really, me, I, I bro. Think, yeah, I think God messed up with this one because there is no excuse for these <laughs> motherfuckers to look like this, be this damn big, and to be this damn close to me. So, uh, yeah, that was that was not fun. Also, we saw a snake. So, uh, your boy. Oh wow! We, we got video footage of me uh, escorting a snake off a of premises. I look like a like a bouncer, uh, kicking a kid out of uh, at the club. Um, but yeah, man, it's this is just day two, bro. <laughs> We've only been here for two days. We still got another twelve days. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, you you stay safe out there. It seems like y'all, y'all got shooters on every side. We got shooters on every side. Everybody's trying to, you know, come for my life. You know, I got to protect my family, um, and I'll do that the best way that I can. So, uh, you know, keep me in your prayers, y'all. Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna have a, a good old, two, and we'll have a good old two weeks. I got a uh, also last little, you know, tidbit of news here. We got a full house during the recording session here. We got Angelique in the room. We got Cayenne in the room. Uh, the whole family's here uh, to support all this right, recording. Right. So uh, shout outs to them one time. And uh, that's live studio audience. I like that. Live studio audience. You know, it's about time we get one of those. You know, we don't have the stream up just yet. But, you know, once we start, you know, streaming, it's going to be more like this. You know, we're going to have people in the in the rafters. They're going to be waiting. They're going to be screaming our names. You feel me? So uh, I feel you. I feel you. You feel me, bro. You feel me. So that that's pretty much uh, all that's going on with me, bro. Uh, how's it how's it hanging in Seattle, bro? Hopefully no spiders. Hopefully no uh, Joro spiders. No spiders. You know, haven't seen a spider in years in Seattle. I feel like haven't seen a damn roach damn. since I got to Seattle. It feels like. Uh, so you know, we Gucci, bro. We living well, our best life out here. Nice. Uh, very lucky. Very blessed that you know they're. Is almost no insect population, at least as far as I can see, which is all that matters. Um, yeah, went on a hike this weekend. Sick. Uh, got some pho this weekend. Just ch- you know, just chilling. Just chilling. Um, I did want to bring up, you know, I wanted to bring up. I brought it up last week. I'm a little deeper in Squid Game. You know, I've watched. Four episodes. Okay. This show is crazy. 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 No, I'm putting it in. So we're four episodes in. I'm saying must watch. 
Whoa. At least at watch. least the first four episodes you must watch. I can't sign off. Episode five, they might they might all start whipping their peepees out and Damn. playing little games with their peepees. I don't that know. Might make you know it I don't better. know what's to come. Wait, what? That's it. Hey. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. What, what that? I saying? didn't say that. What I was you saying? I think that's I think the podcast got hacked. But, yeah, I think we got hacked. Uh, but uh yeah, the first four episodes are crazy. Okay. Crazy. I watched uh, the first episode. I'm almost done with it, and I'm liking it so far. But uh, you know, just have I gotta commit. I mean, maybe we'll get a yeah. around maybe around the time of the monthly cooldown. Maybe before the week before or something like that. We'll give a little some more full full thoughts on what we think of the, the yeah. games of squids. I know Angelique ain't watching this with you. Hell no, she said no. Nah, this is too much for me. It's gonna be too much for me. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm. I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah, this ain't no. This is an arson only show. <laughs> so you watching sure. this with uh with Amanda? Yes, sir. Dang, she can sir handle skis. it. Oh yeah, she don't care. She don't care. Hmm. That's tough, bro. That's tough. No violence is too much. But anyways, uh, let's just let's just talk about the elephant in the room. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know. We got to talk about the, you know, for listeners at home, we're eventually going to talk about Deathloop in the second half of this episode or whatever. But man, today the last ever Smash Brothers Ultimate character got revealed. What a day! This you is know? big. This is what big news. Has there ever been a who was it? Who you want me to tell you? Tell the folks at home who it Wait, was. Has it has 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 there ever been a who? I was gonna say, has it has there ever been a Morse hype Smash character announcement? Uh, no, I I don't think so. Like this is the one that I, I feel like so. all the folks at home, you know, were you know we were craving this one. People, were, I mean, not even you know I don't know I won't necessarily say everybody was craving it, but like I feel like it has to be more hyped than like a Minecraft Steve. You know, because even though my like cause Minecraft mm-hmm. was like very, very wild, you know, very exciting. When you see it, you're like, what the heck? That's crazy. But this one was special. It was crazy. And it was hype. All the all in like one nice little bundle. Yeah. You feel me? Agreed. Agreed. Sephiroth, Sephiroth was pretty crazy. Right. Uh, to me. To me. Uh, but yeah. Who was it? Who was it? You want me to tell the folks at home? You know what, folks at home? It is none other than the chosen Keyblade warrior, Keyblade master himself, Sora. No last name from the yes, Kingdom sir. Hearts uh, franchise. Man, I'm excited, bro. I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've had the Fighter Pass Volume Two since it, you know, dropped. I guess you know, over a year ago now. But um, I'm excited to you know pick them up day one. Let's see what they're talking about. I want to see what Sora's talking about because his, his moveset looks clean. I'm not going to lie. Let's see what that mouth do, Sora. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead and show us. Show us, Sora. Mr. Uh, show us hey, real quick, Sora. Hey, Joel Osment, who hope, potentially could be voicing him in the game. I think he is. I think he is. That's what I like to hear. I mean, he, he has to be. He has to be. I mean, they could, you know, hold us like, you know, they, they do in, they do sometimes where they just switch up the, the VA on us sometimes. You know, but that's true. That's true. Maybe they won't. Maybe uh, they'll keep it I fresh. Mean, that's true. That's true. We'll see. Uh, you know, usually Kingdom Hearts tries to stay loyal to to the roots of the the characters and stuff like that. So hoping, oh Haley Joel, 
will be able to join us in Smash. But man, that intro cinematic was insane. Mm, mm, mm. For a second, I was like, damn, are they bringing this motherfucker from Dark Souls in here? Because it looked kind of <laughs> like the bonfire. Right. I was like, what? Like, what's what's going on? For a second, I was like, are they making Master Hand a character? I thought that would have been crazy if they would have went that direction. That would have been, you know, Sora's crazy. I feel like Master Hand would have been just as crazy for a bunch of different reasons. Um, you know, because cause it's kind of like hearkening back to the legacy of Smash or whatever. But, right. you know. I'm down for this. I thought this was cool. Um, uh, my love for Kingdom Hearts, as everybody on this podcast <laughs> who are longtime listeners should know, my love from Kingdom Hearts has dimmed. But, you know, there's a special place in my heart, especially for the first two games always. Um, so this is this is really cool, man. It's really cool to see this come around. Uh, the music and everything mm-hmm. that was a part of the reveal trailer all the characters that were there that they showed off before the reveal and and incorporating into the reveal man it was crazy that you know this this really i think put a nice cherry on top of just the insanity uh that is super smash bros ultimate and like everything they were able to achieve with this game this really is you know everyone is here you know i i know obviously you know, not in the literal sense. You know, you don't have your Waluigi. You don't have your beautiful Joe. In the hold game. that man, by the way. Uh, who? They hold that man. They did hold that man. Yes, they did indeed. Um, so you, we don't have those characters in there. But, like, I feel like this is a good representation of, like, you know, what gaming is. You know, you can look at this and say, yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's everybody. You know, you kind of got it all up in there. Even with, like, you know. I know it's kind of a cop out, but like even with the the me the me character costumes, you know they that even adds a whole another la- layer to it, where they mm-hmm. throw they, they mm-hmm. got you know Doom guy up in there, they've got you know Cuphead, Sans, you know all types of different you know indie characters like that in the game. So, you know, this, like you're saying, bro, this is this is that cherry on top. We've got a nice little uh, banana split here, and uh, I just hope that this game continues to be. Uh, a crowd favorite you know I kind of feel like you know for me personally the uh, excitement for Smash has dimmed over the years you know like when it first came out back in 2018 I feel like I was playing it a lot you know just like constantly like oh man oh man then like even with you know the new announcements of the like DLC characters the uh, the hype kind of wavered but you know hopefully you know this final character being announced and kind of like that idea of having it be your final Smash character for you know the foreseeable future you know will generate more hype for smash everybody will get back into it for you know at least a little bit of time you know maybe before maybe at least until halo drops you know what i'm saying you know give give us a two right. two months of like smash hype or some shit like that so uh yeah yeah man, I'm, yeah I'm just, i agree I'm here for it october 18th is uh the release date for sora so go ahead and get your uh get your get your get your uh fighter passes or whatever unlock just sora by itself do what y'all gotta do at home go ahead and play sora there you go, guys. There you go. I'm very hyped. Um, big, big moment in video gaming history. Uh, I think it's easy to say that. Um, and yeah, I think it's just a cool thing to just sit back and enjoy this and kind of get hyped about the moment. Be thankful for Sakurai and, and the team at Nintendo that was able to bring this project to life in such a cool way. So shout out to that. Um, did you want to talk about Dodgeball Academy at all? Or do you want to save that for... 
and forced me to play it a little bit more. Oh before yeah, we no, get I was into just it. I was just bulling about that. You know, I definitely I don't think it. I mean, it, I think it deserves you know a lot of talk about it just because it's a, a fun game. Um, I thought it was a nice little it was a nice little breath of fresh air in the middle of this year. But nah, not right now. Especially if both since both of us haven't played it, or since you haven't played it, I've you know completed it, obviously because I'm a dodgeball academia stan. You know, I'm constantly mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly letting the folks at home know they need to play Dodgeball Academia on Xbox Game Pass for free right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But yeah, no, we don't have to talk <laughs> about it right now. Okay, okay. Uh, in that case, before we get to Deathloop, I just want uh, one more th- one more section. Have you played much more Outer Wilds? I have gotten to a point, you know, where I want to say I'm about like five hours in and i've come to like wow an, i've come to like an impasse bro i'm like i'm, I'm stuck and i'm stuck uh, i'm just completely stuck i don't know what exactly i need to be doing um wow so you're definitely gonna you know whenever you get started on it you'll probably be able to you know get caught up and you know we'll probably finish around the same time i'd say especially since i'm gonna be away from my computer for uh the next two weeks oh i forgot that's true that's true okay okay um yeah, I'll probably end up starting it later this week. Uh, I was just going to ask you, like, I know you used, I guess, a guide for Outer Wilds 1. Uh, yes. But now that you, not Outer Wilds 1, but, like, the base game, now that you, like, were able to play through the base game, um, do you now, like, are you now, like, comfortable with how the game operates? Uh, that when you go into Echoes of the Eye, you're kind of like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to tackle this solo or are you still using a guide or at some points or what well i do want i want to clear my name you know real quick because you know the way you're making it seem oh. you're making it seem like i you know had two monitors up had the guide on one screen outer wilds on the other screen was, you <laughs> ain't know, that what yeah, it was yeah, nah bro it was at the end of outer wilds i was kind of like you know i figured out mostly everything i maybe looked up one thing before but then right at the end i was like no no the, i remember the two things i looked up one was how to get past the the fish yeah angler fish because yeah. i was like nah this is too much for me and then where i needed to get like the final like little piece for the uh for the the final to start like the final loop basically um yeah yeah and then i guess technically also when i like you know i told you I, like soft locked my game or some shit so there were only three instances bro i'm not i wasn't too bad off with my little my outer okay, wilds okay. experience um, but yeah, kind of bringing that into the se- the not sequel, the DLC. It's kind of like a sequel because it is you you really do feel like you're in a different entire zone when you're playing it. Um, but so far, I haven't looked up anything. You know, I'm, I'm actually at one point I was like, dang, I really want to look up how to get past this part. Um, and I'm kind of still feeling that some of that temptation since I was stuck like right at the end. But yeah, I think I'm gonna keep my you know having this break you know of a couple of weeks you know once i get back into the game maybe it'll be that breath of fresh air i need it you know and then i'll be ready to yeah for sure i'll be ready to really get back into it so we'll see i don't think i'm going to be using a guide for the dlc um because like you said you know once you beat that base once you beat the base game you really kind of have like that mental uh like thought process the paradigm i don't know whatever big words you want to use to describe it you got the thought process that you need in order to help you succeed for the DLC, pretty much. So, yeah, no, no, no guides for me, pretty much. Okay, okay, uh, good to know. I'll, I'll make sure to give you guys my my update uh, when I start. But 
keep us posted. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited, excited to see when you get to like the DLC content. That's pre- it's a pretty cool. Okay. Like so far, all of the reveals and everything of the game have been like pretty of the DLC have been really cool. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. The reason I can get ready to start out a while is because I finally beat Deathloop. Yeah. We're waiting for my my slow behind to beat it uh, before we fully talked about it, but. Uh, we already talked about the game, kind of explained what it was in about three episodes ago, three or so episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So we won't recap that. Uh, we'll just kind of, I guess, give our overall impressions of the game, spoiler free, and then just go directly into spoilers for the rest of the episode. How's that sound? That sounds perfect for me. All right. Go ahead. Give us your spoiler free uh, impressions, review, whatever of Deathloop. Okay, um, spoiler-free impressions of Deathloop. I got to say, this was a phenomenal game to play through this year. Definitely one of the uh, top games of the year, um, hands down. I think what Arcane, you know, it's made by Arcane Studios, known for making Dishonored, Dishonored 2, uh, Prey, games that, you know, we've talked about a lot here on the podcast, and we both have a lot of love for the, for those series. Um, Arcane just yes, basically... Sir. I can basically just double down and say, you know what? Here, if you like those games, bro, you're gonna fucking love these games here. So, um, that's that's pretty much what they did. They they brought a they gave us a game that uh, I feel like revol. I don't know if revolutionize is the right word, you know, because like it's still the same like gameplay style. You know, your your controls are still the exact same as uh, you know as Dishonored and Prey. But where they like brought in new ideas was the way that the story was told, and I think that that's something that I need to see more of that going in the future of games. Like I need to see new ways of telling the story because with um, Deathloop, I'm gonna try to do this like explain this like with the least spoiler way possible, and I feel like most people kind of know this, but um, with Deathloop, what you're doing is you're going through the same day over and over again, obviously because it's a loop, um, but each time you go to an area you get like a new piece of information that you can use when you go to a different area or, or come back to that same area in the the next loop of that day um and it sounds kind of simple the when i'm explaining it but the way that they uh present it to you in the game it just it, it just clicks and it just works v- really well so shout outs to arcane for that um what else do i want to commend them on i think just the overall gameplay I, th- I I don't want I'm not I'm not too impressed on it um just because you know I've already seen it before it plays pretty much exactly mm-hmm. um the same way that uh Prey and Dishonored did and you Dishonored. Know, with, a, with a little yeah. bit of a lean towards Dishonored in terms of like you know your stealth um and some of the like abilities that you have but yeah so I guess I that one doesn't get like the whole oh, wow they really they really popped off on this one I thought it was all right um, and then even with that as well, there were some instances where I feel like they could have used a little bit of work um, in areas like with the AI. You know, I mm-hmm. I, lo- I feel like I don't know if uh, Dishonored had a better AI system or Prey had a better AI system, but something about Deathloop's AI just kind of rubs me the wrong way. You know, sometimes it just seems a little bit too, like, laid out in a like a, in an easy way, you know. I wish that some mm-hmm. of the the AI members are. I wish they had a bit more brains to them. You know what I mean? Like if I'm standing, just because they're looking, just because two people are looking at it in the same direction, 
and their, I guess, cones of visions don't exactly line up or whatever when you go and kill one of them, I should still get caught, right. I feel like. Because if you see your homeboy, if your homeboy that you're having a conversation with <laughs> standing right next to you gets Stop murdered, talking. they just stop talking. Yeah. Like, why Why would you not be alerted? You know, something like that. Just, I right. know it would add a little bit of, I, I know it would add an extra layer of difficulty for players to the game, but it kind of breaks the realism when you're uh mm-hmm. when you do stuff like that but you know that's just kind of like a minor gripe i had with the game but other than that man the game's phenomenal i think everybody should play it if you if you've enjoyed uh prey and dishonored you this is a must play for you i believe if you haven't played those games yet this is definitely a great game to hop into if you like stealth if you like time loops if you like puzzles um it kind of has a little bit of something for all types of gamers so uh yeah i, th- I think i i think i've Spoken my piece, bro. So let me get off the soapbox real quick. I want to nice. hear your uh, your impressions, or I guess your your final review and reactions to the game. Yeah, I mean, well, well done, man. Well done. Uh, I think that this game is phenomenal as well. I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. And this, you know, as you said, really puts Arcane in that top tier of developers for me, mm-hmm. uh, where you know. They have a very distinctive style um, and like air about their games that I know that if Arcane's releasing a game that, you know, this game will most likely be for me. Like the way they implement their mechanics and like the stuff that they most likely will try is something that I'll at least want to try out and experience and play around with. Uh, so they're three for three with me, or even more than three for three if you want to count Dishonored 1 and 2 and Death of an Outsider. Even Death of an Outsider, which was like a spinoff game, I still had a fantastic time with. I played it just like two or so months ago. Um, and Deathloop seems like uh, some of their best work yet, without a doubt. Um, like the concept is very unique. You know, when I talked, you know, a lot about Game of the Year on this on this podcast especially this year i talk about you know games that really have to do something different really break the mold and you know be something that stands apart uh, i think deathloop 100 percent does that i uh, you know although a lot of elements of the game are familiar you know overall the final product is something that we haven't really ever seen before um the idea that we're doing a time loop the idea that we have like these four different levels that we can play with three different times of day that all have different like consequences and 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 themes based on the time of day that you go and visit them um the 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 way the loop works and the way that you know they integrate puzzles and stuff by using the loop um and the way they use explanations where it's like oh the tide is in at this part of day so you know this either unlocks some things or or blocks off things stuff like that um people are at different parts of the map at different times of day so that kind of changes puzzles all that stuff is super super clever super creative super fun and unique um and, and something that you really don't see too often and you know this type of time loop game there's a lot of games with time loops uh we've t- just talked about outer wilds um you have returnal you have uh, uh 12 minutes all this stuff Deathloop, uh once again is a, is a game that kind of carves its own path and i think in a very very unique way in terms of uh bringing in the first person shooter element the stealth element the puzzle solving element all that stuff coming together you know they really knocked out of the park with this game um, 
overall, you know, if I had any nitpicks, I'd say I wish there was a little more weapon selection. There's really only like five types of guns, which, yeah. you know, for all intents and purposes, you don't really need more than that. And, you know, coupled with the gun, gun abilities, um, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's really more than enough when you're trying to choose the perfect loadout. Um, you have a lot of different weapon abilities and slash perks and, and all these different modifications that you can add to the guns um, to to really switch up every run and, and every every level that you enter. But at the end of the day, you know, it's really cool to unlock a chest and find like a new gun and knowing the gun will either be like a sniper or a shotgun, a pistol or SMG kind of takes away some of the excitement of that once you see all the weapon types. Um, so that's one nitpick. The enemy thing, I don't really have a problem with. Uh, I 100% agree with you that it does take away from the realism when you're right next to somebody. I'm in the middle of a, like, I'm murking somebody in the middle of a sentence and <laughs> the person just has no clue, makes no sense. Right. But also, I think for me personally, uh, as far as like, you know, me wanting to play stealth and like not being able to save during the runs until you've completed, uh, I think that was, you know, that really helped the balance um, in terms of like, all right, how do I get through this stealthily without like completely fucking up my run and, and all this stuff, like, and not having these enemies absolutely hound me uh, while I'm trying to just explore and get certain objectives done and, and dodge or fight Juliana and all that stuff. So uh, I am actually kind of glad that the AI wasn't harder. You know, I think there's a way you can do it where you can balance it where you can make the AI smarter and just, you know, reconfigure how they're bunched up and all that stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Personally, for my gameplay experience itself, I thought it was fine. Nice. And kind of helped me in some some ways. Um, the biggest complaint, and we'll talk about this one as we get into spoilers. Uh, my biggest complaint is the story. Um, mm. And I feel like this is really, you know, out of the three this story this story is like in the second probably second place dishonor will probably be third place just because the aesthetic i wasn't the theme i wasn't a hundred percent psyched about there are cool elements in there but overall it was just kind of like a whatever whale punk theme and then prey i thought did it the best where there's a lot of twists and turns and then like the notes that you find are really exciting and then the ending of the game is very satisfying um you know, start to finish. Like the beginning of the game is 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 really shocking and it has a crazy opener. Um, I think Prey is like the best storytelling Ar Arcane has done to date. Uh, Deathloop was really really close, and I feel like Deathloop had the most potential um, for like really building out a really cool universe. And I think they did that. I just don't think that the ending landed, and there really wasn't enough breadcrumbs or notes or stuff that I found. And I thought it was pretty thorough right. um, that justified the ending being as abrupt as it was. Um, and it was fine. You know, it was, it was cool up until the game ended and you're kind of like, ah, you're like, oh. I, I, I just was not <laughs> satisfied, satisfied. Right. And it was, it's kind of hard to spin it in a way that makes me be like, ah, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Um, Cause they didn't really give you much to chew on. Uh, afterwards so uh i don't know i will say it's better than this dishonored ending where you you know make a decision and you just get like three 
you know, pieces of art, still art that kind of explains <laughs> what happens over a narration. That's the absolute worst. So this was definitely better than that, but gotcha. didn't hit for me. So uh, I feel even like- with all that, I think I think the characters and all that stuff were super likable, super interesting, especially as you're hunting these visionaries over and over again and you're learning more and more about them and kind of learning their personalities more. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, so everything else up up until the ending I thought was phenomenal in terms of story and world building and characters and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, I absolutely enjoyed that. Like you said, recommend if you're a fan of FPSs, um, absolutely give Arcane a try. Um, really give the time, give the game a, you know, a fair shot, play, play a decent amount into it and, and see if you enjoyed it. Cause uh, I thought it was awesome. You got to, you got to, this is your homework. No, no if, ands or but about it. You got to go and play death no right now. Ands or buts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that being said, guys, if you don't want spoilers, if you do want to play it and experience the story, game on your own, Feel free to end the pause the episode here. Go play it for a couple hours, and then come back once you beat the game, because uh, we're about to spoil the rest of the uh, episode uh, starting now. So, Ooh, what did you I'm think ready. overall? Spoilers and all. Give me, give me, give me whatever you want to bring up. Do you have any any spoiler specific moments that you want to talk about? The ending, any specific kills or or visionaries in particular where are we at i think you know just you know kind of riding off the the wave of you talking about the ending i kind of want to talk about like you know and i only looked this up once you know then i kind of moved on to the next game but kind of like the meaning Mm -hmm. behind the ending i thought was uh a -hmm. little bit more impactful after i kind of had some you know people do the work for me you know i I, once i I too kind of thought the exact same thing i was like uh okay i mean that's that's cool and all you know the way for you know people at home who are ready to have it spoiled or you know have also seen it the way the game ends uh you have the choice of either breaking the loop by killing the eighth visionary juliana or you can preserve the loop by uh not killing her you just wake up the next day and you guys just go right back at it and you're just uh back into doing the same old thing same old same old um Mm -hmm. The way that the game kind of presents itself is that, you know, this has never happened before. Uh, Juliana throughout the game kind of, you know, gives you hint. And she hints at the fact that, oh, yeah, we've we've come to this little, you know, this climax, you know, a handful of times. Uh, and every time you you turn it down and yeah, until that point or and then once you get to that point now, it's, you know, you, the player, you know, at home, it's your decision. You could choose the same thing to stay in the loop or not. Um, obviously, you know, I was ready to be done with the loop so i'm like all right get me the hell up <laughs> out of here bro i don't care i don't know what the hell julian is even talking about um so you shoot her you kill yourself as well and um you wake up on the same beach that you like kind of like you know start out with started out the game on um however things look a lot different this guy is like super red um then juliana appears uh she like kind of like blinks into existence right in front of you uh attempts to kill you she tries she thinks about it and then she like walks away in frustration mm-hmm. and uh and then she just disappears and that's the end of the game so you know as you can imagine you know, after you've played you know so and th- there's no no dialogue to this either so you're kind of like uh nope. you're you're left a little stunned you're like uh wait a minute so i wake up after you know th- this is the fruit basically the fruits of your labor is just you about to die and then you just don't die and then you just sit there looking at, the, at a red sky 
and you're like, oh, man, I mean, I guess that's cool because you, you know that you've broken the loop, but oh, wait, is it really? Wait. Go ahead. Okay. I, I'm, I just thought about something, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Keep going. I'll continue. I'm, I'm okay. interested to see what you're about to tell me. Okay, okay. So, you know, I guess kind of circling back to what I was in, uh, initially starting to say about how I kind of looked this up and I was like, all right, well, what, what's going on in the world of Deathloop? Uh, what have I like? What did I miss? Why did this ending not really hit for me? Um, so there was obviously, I think this was probably like within the first week or two of the game being released. So you know the the theories are still fresh. There's still people are still just starting to you know theory craft. You know we had a lot of uh, mm-hmm. of the lore that they gave us. Basically, um, there was an original organization called Horizon that your player character Colt is a part of. Colt then mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Um, got a woman pregnant. Then he got trapped in a time loop for 17 years, and then he comes back. Uh, that woman is dead, but his daughter is alive, and that's Juliana. Shocker. Um, you know, kind of a a big reveal throughout the game or whatever. Um, which I do want to talk about that a little later as well. Um, then in this newer loop, there's a new group that comes together called Eon. They grab you. Um, out of like an insane asylum and you are now trapped in a, a loop again. Um, and for some reason, you forget your memory sometimes. Sometimes you remember, and we've made it to the end. We made it to the end of this loop, and we're back at where I went. I feel like I keep going in circles. What I'm trying to explain here, because I, I, like, I'm trying to explain. Stuck in a like, time loop. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in a time loop myself, I guess. I'm trying to just explain like kind of where the – what the theories online were talking about. Um, some of the big mo- points that I feel like were most important in my mind was the fact that apparently this whole, like, what was it called? Like the anomaly, the, the, the thing that was causing the time loop was apparently some sort of like deconstruction or like some apocalyptic event caused by the void from the Dishonored series, mm. which, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Which kind of, you know, this is a theory I saw on Reddit, so who knows if it's true or not. But it kind of does have a little bit of validity to it because of the fact that right at the end of the game, um, when you d- are tasked with killing Juliana or, you know, not killing her, she hands you a gun from the same universe as the Dishonored franchise. So mm-hmm. in the Dishonored franchise, the Void is a very important uh, part of the game. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think that's that kind of like brought it a little bit closer to feeling like meaningful to me. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, one, maybe this like anomaly had something to do with the void. And two, maybe this does like set us up for a future game of like dealing with the consequences of the anomaly. Like, I don't know, or of the void, like exploding or something. I don't know. I think <laughs> I feel like all the shit that I just said has like no meaning behind it. And then the, the, I initially thought I was like, wait a minute now, the, the ending wasn't that bad. Maybe it is bad. Maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm just rambling on and on. Did you have? Did I say anything that you wanted me to say or that you were interested in hearing me say? Uh, no, you didn't say anything that I was Damn. interested in hearing you say. I mean, I like like if that like you know if there were enough hints for that to be like be the case, right. like the whole void thing, I'd be like, oh, like that is super hype. But the problem is there was no real. Like if the only hint to that is uh, the pistols, 
uh it's like not enough for me to be like oh okay they earned this ending or they own earns like trying to explain this um like it kind of like i ki- I could kind of see it because oh like there's a a dash ability that's exactly like the 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 blink ability from dishonored so that you know corvo was given by the uh outsider who mm-hmm. you know is is attached to the void and stuff like okay that makes sense i guess but um you know other than that there's really not a lot there and i would have liked um you know either there to be more connection with the powers or for there to be more hints in the documents like you know a big part of the game i liked was the fact that you play and you're reading all these documents and you're like okay they were trying something crazy like with this project horizon like what was the goal here like give me more information on this like Mm -hmm. and even just seeing the spies like there's this like secret plot line of like oh there's a bunch of spy bases all around the game and you infiltrate these spy bases and they basically are giving you like recon from the point of like you know an opposing government entity or whatever uh basically being like hey look yeah they're testing this stuff like i don't know this is very dangerous like they shouldn't be messing with this stuff like stuff that is really kind of along the prey route of um storytelling where it's like you're playing prey you're like dude what like how did we get to this point and prey does a really good job at basically slowly giving you all the pieces that you know get you the answer of like okay if this is how we got to this like dystopic video game like where all these mimics and stuff are running around designer got really close and they set up a lot a lot like a lot of the groundwork uh all the pieces they just didn't have the one big piece the one like smoking gun or not even close to smoking gun they even have a gun at all that basically said like hey man this is the catalyst like this is what the anomaly is or this is what they were trying to achieve blah 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 type deal so um, I don't know. I, I definitely think there is a lot more that might be hidden in the game. Maybe, um, mm. there's definitely, you know, I think more of a story to tell. Hopefully we get some DLC or something that maybe builds onto it. Um, or we get, you know, just a second game that builds onto it. But yeah, the, the story for me, the ending, uh, I, and I'll look online for some more, you know, video essays as well, maybe giving opinions, but yeah, still not enough uh, for me. Like once again, the world is really cool. Uh, the relationship between Colt and Juliana is really cool. Like the plot twist of her being your daughter, I thought was pretty interesting. Um, like as you, like as I started to go through these spy bases and just read a lot of the notes, you start to hurt, like learn of her mother, and that's Ooh, when it started. Okay. That's when it started coming clear to me where it was like, okay, like I'm learning a lot about her mother here. Like it wasn't clear that I was her father or I guess it should have been clear, but, but you know, or yeah, it wasn't really clear that we had a relationship until like basically I had already realized that, you know, um, she was my daughter, but it was definitely, Oh, like Juliana, this is her mom. Like there's some connection here. She has some connection to, this project horizon all this stuff so that stuff i liked you know using the notes tying that into like the main 
uh, um, story that they're feeding you and kind of piecing everything together and having a bigger picture. I thought that was cool. Um, and like I said, just learning about Project Horizon, learning about all the visionaries and, and Winji and all the experiments that she was doing. I thought that all that stuff was pretty rad. Um, but yeah, nothing that uh, validated the ending for me. Gotcha, gotcha. On the point of like the whole Juliana as the daughter reveal, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, for for starters, I did miss that one tit. Like I read the... You know, I picked up like the obviously the lore piece that tells you that oh, this is Liliana's daughter or whatever, aka making her your daughter. But I miss mm-hmm. like seeing I miss seeing that Liliana's last name was Blake, and so mm. I was like, <laughs> like I think I just like I was like reading over it too fast. So then as soon as I started up like the next like mission, then yeah. Juliana starts talking. She's like, "Yep, I'm your daughter," and I was like, "Wait a minute." We just giving out full on <laughs> lore, like in the in the cutaways yeah. now. Like, what are we what are we doing here? So I was a little yeah. impressed with that. But then I did go back and I saw. I was like, oh, okay, I did get that information. It's not like it just came out of nowhere. I should have put two and two by this point. Um, so that was uh, mm-hmm. that was an L on my part. I also think it was an L the fact that I'm like, what what is the like what's the what's the trend going on? You know, 2021, we making incest a thing, bro. Like what? What are we doing here, man? Yeah. Like we got twelve minutes, <laughs> brother, sister, uh, death loop, implied father daughter incest. Like, can we just can we cut it out? You know, I like it. it and it is kind of funny, like seeing other people play, and uh, like just seeing some of the previous dialogue where, like you know, Cole will be like, "Yeah, we fucked, right?" And then she'll be like, "Uh, uh," <laughs> and then yeah. he just she's just like very like uncomfortable you you notice that like a bit more after you know after you've seen the reveal and you know also you yourself watching that you, you feel uncomfortable because you're like damn bro please don't get your daughter's name out of your mouth like that don't don't be talking about your daughter like this please um so yeah i i do i did like the reveal and i'm a bit bummed that i kind of ruined it for myself by not going, uh, not not doing my due diligence for reading, reading. Right. <laughs> not reading correctly, which I do think you know that's like kind of the thing that I was telling you. I was like, yeah, this is the game for you because you're like the lore man, basically. You're you're right. all about like right. getting those notes, and for me, that kind of isn't the way that I like to retrieve or to receive my uh, my information. I definitely prefer more dishonored or prey style, where like you know we're having a cutscene, I'm talking one on one with somebody. Um, and we're having things happen and we're having like, you know, dialogue bombs to me. Like reading is you know, cool and all, but I don't know, man. And sometimes uh, this is another just like I feel like you know, this is the time of the, the, the episode where I can, you know, kind of have my little minor grievances. Sometimes those little like little notes were just hard to find. Not like like they hard are. to find, but like they're I wish that there was a bit maybe there was like an accessibility mode where like they make them a little more visible. But like unless you were like two mm-hmm. feet away from it. You weren't gonna see it, bro. You you literally yeah. like just could yeah. not see it. I'm standing around. I'm looking in the archive office for like that one sheet of paper. It's on a bookshelf, hidden in a corner. I'm like, bro. I l- I ran through this office like three times. I'm thinking, dang, did I really miss something? Or like, is there even something I'm supposed to do up here? And apparently there is. There's this one sheet of paper on the on the bookcase. So that's just a little. To be bit fair, they. I think if you read some other note, it does say that it's on the bookcase. Damn, son, you really, you serious right now? You telling me I'm, a, I'm just, yeah. 
I'm embarrassing myself. 50 minutes into the podcast. There's something. There is something that's like, oh yeah, if you go to the bookcase, that's where the thing is found. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, bro, yeah. I'm just gonna be quiet at this. It's like, <laughs> golly. Jeez. Yeah, I, I agree. There, there definitely needs to be a, a big balance or like a good balance where, you know, if you like, make some of the cooler like make. Make it fifty-fifty. If you want like some really hard to find notes that give like some really, you know, deep cuts and and some backstory, sure that's fine. But then you know, make it easier to read a lot of the stuff. Like I like I like it when it's like, oh, if there's a terminal here, you know, there's information on it, and all the information is given through terminals. Kind of like, um, uh, Prey did a lot of that, like through emails and stuff, um, which kind of made it obvious. Like, oh, there's a computer here, I can get some lore. Um, Otherwise, yeah, yeah, I agree. A lot of stuff was hard to find. There were a lot of audio, radios, kind of on the ground, uh, papers on the ground at, at times that kind of made it very, very tricky to get some. Uh, I don't know if a lot of that stuff was super crucial to the backstory, but I, I still 100% agree with you there. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think uh, in recent memory control kind of is the best game with kind of how they handle the lore where there is a lot of lore and control a lot of files and they do it in kind of an annoying way where a lot of the stuff is like they're in a bureau it's supposed to be super secret so a lot of the stuff in the notes is redacted blacked out or whatever mm-hmm. um but if you read enough and you really pick up on what they're trying to say and you kind of find the the threads within a lot of the little like lore stories that they're telling, like it pays off big, right? Cause they'll be like, Oh, there's this anomaly that we found. Like it killed all these people. Like it's really weird. It does these things, blah, blah, blah. And then later in the game, you'll come across that item and you'll be like, Whoa, this is crazy. This is the thing I read about. Right. Like this is insane. And it's really cool because in control, it kind of like these like, you know, objects of power or whatever look like regular things, right? looks like an anchor. It looks like a refrigerator or whatever. So when you see it, like if you don't have the backstory, you're like, oh, what the heck is going on here? But if you have read the lore, you're like, oh, shit, this is scary. This is a fucking refrigerator. <laughs> the refrigerator. Like, I am I'm not going in that room type deal. Right. You know, so. It gives, you know, they do it in a way where it's like, okay, if you don't want to read the lore, that's fine. When you come across these objects, you'll still have like a fun experience. Um, But, you know, you'll have a different reaction to it uh, than somebody who has read the backstory, you know. So um, I think Arcane does a really good job. They get close, you know. They do a really good job at setting up the story. Like I said, Prey did it best. Um, Deathloop did a pretty good job. Um, you know, fleshing out the characters and this project horizon and kind of trying to tell the backstory of cult through, through logs and notes and stuff. Um, but still not fully there. So, uh, I'm excited to see the next chapter in this, which is Redfall. You know, I'm excited. Yeah. This is a, you know, co-op game. I don't know if there will be as much storytelling. I don't know how they're going to handle that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, and I really, really hope we get more death loop in the future. And I'm, even if we don't get more death loop, I'm excited to see what the next project, uh, from the arcane team after Redfall is the next single player project. So mm-hmm. I just want to, I feel yeah, like, man. I just want a little DLC, just a little something to, 
Just a Actually, little bit. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I want a whole entire sequel. I want to know what's going on after the loop. You know, do we get? Mm. Can we get sent into another loop on accident and have to break out of that one? Because, or maybe a prequel loop where we, you know, live as mm-hmm. Colt throughout his, uh, you know, original loop that he got trapped in. I don't know, something along those lines. Just anything that can maybe give us more into either the world, like the the outside world of Death Loop, or maybe some of the connections with the Dishonored world. Which I, bro, I'm telling you, the connections are there. It's got to be a like a direct, not sequel, but you know, like a direct directly in the universe. Yeah, of, Dishonored universe. Yeah. Dishonored. So I just want I want some more. I mean, th- there was a lot that I was hoping for. Where, like, for example, you know, they kept talking about like, oh, this is kind of to keep us away from the outside world. Like, I was right, hoping there was going right. to be a reveal of like what's going on in the outside world. I don't want to give spoilers. And actually, I think I'm going to go back and edit out one spoiler because we spoiled another game in this spoiler uh, that I realized that oh, if people haven't played that game and they want to play it, we, we kind of spoiled it. So I'm going to edit Wait, that out. Which, which game? Uh, the, uh, the other edited. incest game. The other uh, incest oh, game. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> but, but that is. <laughs> Uh, but I was hoping like they'd be like, oh, like in Prey, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but in Prey, they do a reveal where they're like, hey, like there's other stuff going on. Like there's there's other stuff going on. And you're like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. I was hoping they would do something similar here where they're like, all right, we're on this island. We're looping like we're trying to, you know, avoid dealing with what's going on in the rest of the world. Well, what is going on in the rest of the world? Like what are we hiding? Like if we're hiding from something or what, like what are we trying to stay away from? Why are we trying to keep ourselves isolated? Right. Um, Cause they don't really get, I mean, it could just be the answer that, Hey, like this was just an experiment. We thought this would be cool. And like just a revolutionary thing that we could get all these visionaries for and create this, this, this kind of really cool society type thing for that would, that would be fine as well. But I felt like in some of the notes, they were hinting that there was something going on. Like, we don't want to be on the outside for whatever reason. I felt like that reading a couple notes. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And I also think that, like, there were some dialogue lines from Juliana that I just was not buying. You know, she was, she kind of alluded to the fact she was like, Oh yeah, it's good to have the loop because you can you imagine having these crazy motherfuckers out there like haha, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm, I was like I mean I guess like you know these dudes are like all the visionaries are kind of crazy and you know obviously all of the etern- the rest of the Eternalists are like you know basically like they had to be psychopaths or some shit like that, but like I don't know, bro. I think that I think that was kind of like a cop out from her. Maybe she was like hiding something from us. So I would like to see. Uh, you know, kind of along the lines of what you're saying, and just like what's going on outside. I mean, I guess we already know what's going on. The, the, the sky is red. The the ocean is dried up. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been like a yeah. hundred years or something like that since they they started the the Eon Group's loop or something. That's crazy. So, that would be crazy. It's pretty um, wild. So yeah, you know, I'm very very interested in this world that they built. I think, you know, this is probably the most interested I've been. Prey was super exciting, uh, but, you know, I feel like there's only so much you can do with the Prey world. Uh, this, 
on the other hand, I feel like depending on how they tackle this, there's a lot of different stories you can probably tell with like this death loop universe that they've set up. So, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Also, before we wrap up, I want to give a huge shout out to level design as always the different ways you can, uh, kill the visionaries, the rocket ship with Charlie, uh, mm. uh, like, um, like the way you can kill Alexis by turning off the beer tap, or I think there's a way you can screw up his DJing or something like that. I didn't figure that one out, but mm-hmm. um, you can lure him out like that. Wingy is just like a really interesting character. Like, and there's I'll probably end up going back and playing the game a little bit more to figure out how I can best kill the visionaries and just to like you know play around trying to get some of the wacky achievements and stuff. Uh, but yeah, man. Arcane's still undefeated in terms of level design, making, uh, you know, 20 different ways to access a building or a secret area or, or complete an objective. Um, absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. 10 out of 10, y'all. That's not my final score, but shout out to level design is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, anything else? Um, no, man, I think, uh, or no no major things. I think I will go ahead and just give my like, you know, final uh score on on Deathloop. This is gonna be I don't this may be a little bit of a shocker to people, but I gotta say Deathloop for me was a, a good it was a great game to play through. Uh not enough to make me want like one hundred percent or anything like that, but definitely um I enjoyed mm-hmm. playing it and uh I really enjoyed playing as uh Juliana. Um which I don't we didn't really talk about that, but you know, I don't think it really oh, yeah. I don't think it needs that much time to talk about. It was it, it's fun playing as Juliana going in and messing up people's worlds and whatnot. Um, but overall, I'd say the game for me is about a like a like an eight point nine, but it could be a like a it could be like a nine point five if there were you know just some minor tweaks to the game, like some of the things that I was saying, like with the the AI, um, and also there was some issue. I don't know if it's like just my control. I, Something like when I was in combat with you know, like you, uh, some of the just like enemies that I would go up against. I don't know if my fingers are just too damn fat or something, but like I just felt like I was just like zipping around the screen too damn much. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> like why am I dashing in this moment right now? Like, like if I'm just trying to yeah. like aim down sights and just like you know, just shoot at you, there's no reason for me to be getting jostled about because you know, it's, it's messing up my shot and I. I couldn't get to the bottom of it, so I'm just gonna go ahead and blame the game for it for that and uh, take off points. Um, is that unfair? Absolutely. So eight point nine, uh, nine point five with patches. How about that? Okay, okay. I'd say yeah. My my overall rating is probably like a nine point five. Like although the ending didn't hit exactly for me, I mean I can't really understate how fantastic this game is. The level design, uh, the characters, the the uniqueness of the the gameplay. Uh, the concept, the world, all that stuff really hits really hard. Um, and, you know, up until the very end, I was still being surprised at all of the different little angles and stuff that, that were built into the game. Not to mention they have a whole complete, you know, crazy mechanic system, multiplayer me- mechanic with Juliana and stuff like you just mentioned. So uh, this is truly a fantastic game. Definitely one of, definitely Arcane's best right now, if you ask me. Um, and... You know, is this game of the year? I don't know. It's pretty dang close. You it's know, close. Yeah. I, I, I would say 
right now psychonauts probably left me more fulfilled after a hundred percenting it but man it is close death loop is definitely you know very 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 unique and, and exciting and cool and i'll definitely have to think about this more later on in the year so must play definitely a nine uh in the in the a range uh probably close to the a plus range for me so yeah nice go play y'all now all right with that guys thank you for listening to player player if you enjoyed it please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice rate us five stars on itunes and tell your friends about us if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to the boy Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch uh, or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. <laughs>